0: Hello, everyone. We welcome you to the Filmmaking Sucks
1: podcast, where we tell you about all the mistakes you can make when producing your film and how to avoid them.
0: I'm your host, Manny. And I'm Lindsay. And that's about as happy as I'm going to get.
2: Woohoo.
0: All right. So, um, yeah, I, I hope everybody enjoyed Cine Summit. We are recording this a little bit before Cine Summit, so yeah. I can't comment on many of the <laughs> on anything that I watched. But uh, uh, I'm sure it was awesome. I'm Sure, it was awesome. Sure, it was great. It was great. Very helpful. Yeah. So anyway, um, oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll oh, yeah, that's right. We're going to say it again. We we didn't say it last week, but we'll oh, say yeah. it this time. Um, October fifth, fifth October fifth, Southbridge, Massachusetts, the New England premiere of Theta States. That's right you have no <laughs> excitement in that whatsoever Fine. that's right like your whole face is just anyway <laughs> the new england premiere of Theta states at the shauna shea film festival Southbridge, massachusetts no we're
1: actually opening the festival
0: we are the first film of the festival opening playing, film. yes 4 p.m thursday october 5th so come that's gonna be us. really come, come on, on, on out and support. see us uh tickets will be going up soon. Ticket prices and all the schedule, everything will be on the website. I think it's shawnashayff.com, mm-hmm. I think, believe it is. Yep. Um, so, yes, if you are in the New England area, please come on out. We'll be there for pretty much the whole weekend of the festival.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With all so the come other, say hi. Come say hello. Come see our new, show, our new uh, feature film, Theta States. And don't
1: forget, let us know in advance, and we'll bring a bag of swag.
0: Yes, that's right. Hashtag bag of swag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll bring you we'll bring some stuff if you we know you're coming we'll bring some stuff and we'll, we'll you'll get you'll get some mgP swag yeah. Thursday October fifth opening the Shauna Shea Film Festival theta states Southbridge Massachusetts, not far out of Boston mm-hmm. if you're in the Boston area it's actually on the border of uh what is that uh Boston of Boston. Border of Massachusetts, Connecticut, and is that new? No, New Hampshire is farther up. So Delaware, I think. Rhode Island. Rhode Island, yes. Yeah, whatever that. (laughs) I'm terrible at geography. I
1: geography, good. Uh,
0: I'm not terrible. So yeah, Southbridge, Massachusetts. Uh, You can actually go to our website, massgravepictures.com, and the announcement bar at the top. The red bar at the top will take you straight to the Shauna Shea website so you can get...
1: Because we're fancy like that. We're
0: fancy. Fancy schmancy like that.
1: We're a one-click destination. Yes,
0: one-click. One-click wonder. There you go. One-click wonder. See? Um, So, yeah, you can go to our website right there, com, and get the information for Shauna Shea Film Festival right there. First click, take you right to the website and tell you everything you need to know about the festival, we will be there most, uh, pretty much most of the weekend. It is, unfortunately, the same weekend as Comic-Con, but if you're up in Massachusetts, the chance that you're going to Comic-Con may be kind of small. Yeah. so We're not going to Comic-Con. Unfortunately, it sucks. Oh, that it sucks. Works. We're going to miss Comic-Con. But we're doing it for more important but things. More important things. More important, bigger fish to fry. Bigger and better. Yep, that's it. Comic-Con's not playing our movie. Shauna Shea is, <laughs> so right. we'll be there. Fair. Screw you, Listen, Comic-Con. play our
1: movie and we'll show up.
0: That's it. That's it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. um, So something like we've Genie's worked on in the Play past. Yeah, yes. something we've worked on in the past and we will be working on soon hopefully with data states. Mm-hmm. Um deliverables. deliverables. What are deliverables? Now when we did blood slaughter, I had no idea what a deliverable well, was. <laughs> and when I started hearing talk of deliverables, I said, "Wait what? What? what 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 is that?" And I got a list of stuff, and I said, "'How the hell do I do this? Can
1: I you can Google this? Can
0: I buy a vowel <laughs> <laughs>
1: Google.
0: I Googled the hell out of this.
1: Okay, Google. What is a deliverable? I just turned on everybody's cell phones.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what anything was. I didn't know what to do. Uh, I went into a little bit of a panic because I was unaware of this. I figured, hey, I got the movie. I'll just give you a DVD. Here's yeah. the movie. Go sell it. Here you go. No.
1: Listen, I made this myself. You can totally just copy it. Yeah. No.
0: Doesn't work like that. No. Doesn't work like that. We've yeah. had friends who've gone through this as well, and they've had problems. And Now, I would, I do want to say first things first. Um you're ta- we're, Again, I say this all the time, but I have to keep reiterating. We're talking very low and no budget films. We're talking movies that are made. We're, very we're not low. talking
1: Lionsgate deliverables.
0: Yeah, forget that.
1: <laughs> I can't even imagine forget that. Forget
0: that. Forget that. I'm not even talking like hundred thousand dollar films above huh. this. If you 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 put a hundred thousand dollars into your movie. Your deliverables are you're good. They're, they're going to be way different. They're going to be way higher. they to be a whole lot more. And yeah. if you can't deliver on your deliverables for that amount and of then money, why did you make a
1: hundred thousand dollars? Yes, film?
0: then then you screwed up big time. Yeah. So we're talking about the rest. Of, like we okay, Blood Slaughter was made for thirteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Okay, Attack of the Brain People was made for two thousand dollars. Yep. Okay. Theta States was about $20,000. Yep. So we're talking, we're talking that twenty thirty thousand $30,000 and under, even you guys, so again, some of our friends have made features for full features for uh, two or $3,000. Uh, and deliverables can be a little difficult when you're talking on this level of things, because you cut corners. It sucks, but you do in order to mm-hmm. make your money and make your money in order to make your movie to complete it. You do cut some corners. Yeah. So, um, you're gonna make your film. Now we're gonna talk at this. Let's say you finished your film and you found a distributor who wants to sell your movie.
1: Congratulations!
0: Congratulations! Good job! Good job! You're you are not done yet. You have done. You have done. <laughs> Jesus pulled the wind out before you've even <laughs> killed it haven't even finished congratulating Starts them producing store you have a distribute you have a distributor who's willing to sell your film and wants to take it and put it out there and put it on shelves and he stores and he believes in and it, believes believe in it in and, and wants to put it on amazon or wherever the hell else congratulations you have you have successfully accomplished more than 90 percent of the filmmakers out there yep. i am so not joking nope literally yes you have done better less than 10 percent of filmmakers who make their movies get distribution yes so don't be discouraged if you don't get distribution no because that is the majority who don't we we know many that don't yes 90 percent of the movies out there do not get distribution okay and you say that that sounds kind of high but just think how many movies can you name off the top of your head that are indie films that you've seen
1: no, super crazy. We were actually at a wedding
0: mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, the past
1: funny. weekend. And the uh, it was a friend of yours from high school. Um, he was getting married. Mm-hmm. And his bride is a huge horror movie fan. Which mm-hmm. is We've never met well. her before. Never but,
0: met her before. But she heard that his horror movie making friends from years ago were <laughs> coming to the wedding and she was all excited. Yes. Totally excited.
1: So we met her and she literally was like, oh my God, I've actually seen one of your movies. And we're like, shut up. What movie? Mm-hmm. And she was like... Blood, something. It was like a slasher. They cut, film. The they cut the girl in half. They cut the girl in half.
0: So, so yes, we went to a wedding of a friend, and and he did not show her this because no. he does he doesn't like horror movies. Yeah. he's not a horror movie. Excuse me, he's not a horror movie person at all. Apparently, mm-hmm. a friend a couple years ago, her and a friend, a friend of hers had bought had picked up the movie and. Brought it to her and they watched it together. So before we met her, before he met, before he met her, right? She had actually <laughs> seen Blood Slaughter Massacre and that was awesome. It was the coolest thing ever. That was the coolest thing. So now I have to find out who, which one of her friends, because the chances are her friend got it at a convention, which means yeah. we met her friend. Yeah, probably bought it from us so at we a probably show. Probably signed it. <laughs> Quite possible. So. We're gonna find that out. That's yeah. pretty cool.
1: But I there's no there's no better feeling than that. I feel bad that I blew the wind out of everybody's sails. Yes. So yeah, no, there is no better feeling than finding somebody who actually saw your movie, who actually enjoyed it. Um, you know, you can watch Blood Slaughter Massacre on Amazon for like four
0: dollars. Cheap pop.
1: <laughs> anyway, Listen, we do this for a reason. Uh-huh. Okay. Go see my movie. Yeah. Um anyway. So that was super awesome, and there's no better feeling than that. And you can be super excited for having moments like that mm-hmm. in your life. Um, congratulations for Congratulations.
0: Real. You did not better than 90% of the filmmakers out there. But as you just said, you're not done. You're not done. You're not done by a long shot. No. You now, your distributor is going to, on, with your contract and everything, and we'll do an episode on contracts one day.
1: One day. When one I'm day. Feeling really-
0: one day when you're feeling real rambunctious. <laughs> Because that's a long, that's a long... That's,
1: that's a long, long
0: conversation. That's a long conversation. But at the back of that contract will be a little piece of paper that says... Exhibit A. Exhibit A. <laughs> no, it's only like Exhibit C or something like that. Yeah, Exhibit oh, so, C or something. Yeah. yeah, Deliverables. Now, the deliverables are what your distributor needs in order to sell your movie properly. We have been faced with multiple listings of... Uh, 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 we've been given... Asked for deliverables multiple yeah. times already, mm-hmm. and we have friends who've asked, for, who've been asked for deliverables. Right, and we've coached them and if, through. Yes, because we've, <laughs> we've you know yeah, amongst our amongst our personal circle, mm-hmm. uh, us and Zombie Hunters, we were the first ones that got, got distribution. distribution. Mm-hmm. okay. Through Wilder Publishing, yes, it's, it's Wild a I. really
1: it's a really good little distributor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's mostly local, out of the tri-state New York, New
0: Jersey. Uh, he lives in Jersey. He,
1: yeah. lives in Jersey. he lives in Jersey.
0: Um, I think he lives in Jersey now. He used to live in Long Island City, yeah. but I'm not sure anymore. But
1: yeah, but he's in the local, he's in the tri-state area. Mm-hmm. Um, really great distributor, really great first distributor. He was really great about walking us through our contracts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's picked up a number of pretty good films recently. Um, one of them being Model Hunger with Debbie mm-hmm.
0: Um I will tell you one thing here: uh, if your distributor really doesn't answer your questions and they don't want to really be bothered, don't go with them. No. Don't go with them. You want to have, you'd like someone like Wild Eye was really good in the fact that he he knows that he is the first distributor of a lot of the films. Yeah. A lot of the films that he's carrying this is their first movie and he is they are the he's the first deal they've ever gotten. Right. So the lot of the guys, a lot of the guys, girls making their movies, they really don't know much mm-hmm. about the business. He's very open door. Yeah very open door policy he will explain everything he will take. He sat down when we talked to him, we were ready to sign the contract. We sat on the phone with him for about three hours yep and he and we put him on on, on conference call, and three of us sat and went through every single line of the contract point and by he, point, yeah, and he explained what everything was, how they all work and And it was it was it was it was great. Yeah. It was great. We learned a lot from him in that conversation. We Mm -hmm. learned what distributors want. So that's where a lot of this conversation today is coming from. Our conversation with him almost four years ago now. Mm Mm-hmm. You know?
1: And and some additional information. I mean he's been doing this. He's been
0: in this 20 years hmm? he's been doing distribution for 20 years now so he knew he knew what he was talking about any yeah. question we had he could answer yeah. and that's another thing i really liked about rob is that he's very straightforward he's mm-hmm. very honest a lot of the, the a lot of the way we are yeah. he's not going to bullshit you no. okay he doesn't he doesn't have it doesn't give you any delusions of his reach or what he can and cannot do he's not going to make promises that you your can't film can't He's not going to tell you, oh yeah, we're going to take this movie, we're going to, bring, we're going to promote the hell out of it, we're going to sell it. We're to making make a million dollars. Yeah, he's not <laughs> no. going to blow smoke up your ass. No. He's, going to, he's going to tell you straight, look, there's a lot of, especially because he's a mostly, ho- he's a horror movie distributor. The market is saturated, mm-hmm. okay? There are certain months he won't even release a film. Yeah, yeah he
1: doesn't even release He will not
0: release in October while you would think, hey, I got a horror movie, we got to put it out in October. No, nope. every every major every distributor out there is putting horror movies out in October so if he puts horror movies out in October it's just going to get lost in the bunch so he'll release in November but he won't release in December because December is not a horror movie month it's all family films so again you just get lost in the shuffle nobody's going to put your film because he actually gets your film on shelves in Best Buy and Barnes & Noble which is an
1: incredible feeling to actually be able to walk Mm -hmm. into a store and hold your own DVD that's on sale with a sticker and everything
0: anybody who's in LA right now actually you Mm -hmm. can go to amoeba amoeba music amoeba records in la blood slaughter massacre is on the shelf at amoeba records it's also on the shelf at um forbidden planet in Mm -hmm. new york in in new york um so Uh, you
1: can also go to some fyes may still have mm -hmm. it uh, it went out to target and best buy yeah very limited but very limited very limited but But nonetheless you can buy from their website to be
0: able to walk into a store and see your movie on a shelf is is an incredible feeling Mm -hmm. okay uh so he's not going to blow any smoke up your ass as to how it is and he's going to tell you look I don't release in certain months because it's just going to get lost. Yeah. If you release a horror movie in December, FYE is not putting that on its new release shelf because it's got all of yeah. all all the family movies. They're yeah. not selling horror movies in December. That's not going to push. They're not going to push it. So he's not even going to bother. Mm. Okay? he has his down to a science he knows when his movies are going to sell he knows when your movies going to sell yep. he also won't release if he's got I think he does three or four releases a month mm-hmm. um, he won't release two slasher films in the same month because they're going to compete with each other. It no, no sense. No, he's not, he's, he'll put out a paranormal cut the movie. sales in
1: half, yeah. Yeah,
0: he'll cut his own sales. So he's not going to have his filmmakers compete with each other. No. He's not going to do that, which is another thing that a lot of, many distributors don't care about. They're just going to stick it out there. Yeah. So he Once does, it's done, to stick it out. You want to you find a distributor like that. Somebody mm-hmm. who's willing to work with you and understands the business, and he wants to try to maximize you're, you're, his profit, you're getting too.
1: Into business with, you're getting into a partnership with this person for yes. probably the next three to seven years, most uh-huh. likely. Depending on the deal, but yeah, most, most yeah. run three to seven years. Yeah. I mean, some is, as long as 10. So, I mean, yeah. like this person, feel like you can reach out to this person, feel like this person can answer you.
0: Exactly. Um, you want to have a good relationship yeah. with them.
1: Yep. So,
0: deliverables. So, let's get down the list of deliverables. Again, this will come with your contract, and uh, your distributor is going to tell you, this is what we need in order to sell your movie. Yeah. Now, again, back to this low-budget thing. A lot of the distributors that will... Distribute low, that budget. Will distribute low budget films yeah. they understand that a lot of these deliverables you may not be able to provide yeah. most of the time they're not going to argue all right if you don't have it you don't have it because they look at it and as Wild i said well we couldn't give him an m&e track for blood slaughter all right fine he'll take the movie without an m e track but understand We're you're, not not going gonna, you're not going in, you're not going international i can't sell this in any non-english speaking country it's, an English, it's a film in English, so you're pretty much stuck to North America and Europe if he can find a deal yep. with England, yep. you know, a, an English-speaking country, Australia, maybe if he can find someone who's going to want it without an M&E track, right. you know, because those distributors out there may want, may, that may be a requirement, yeah. and the truth is, I don't think Blood Slaughter has gotten any international deals whatsoever, None. simply because there's no M&E track, yeah. okay?
1: Now, what is an m so, track? Well,
0: we'll get to that, we'll get okay. to that. Um What's our list? Let's just actually go by the list. Let's go by the list. Go by the list of what our deliverables Again, Um, we've seen this. So you're going to get a couple of, yeah. Most most deliverables are pretty standard at this level. When Mm -hmm. you go up to other levels, you go to a higher level distribution, they want different things. So we're going to talk at what we've seen and low budget, most low budget distributors are going to ask for. Yeah. Uh,
1: The first thing they're going to ask for is, of course, the movie and the trailer in QuickTime.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to want it in QuickTime in ProRes because that is industry standard. They want ProRes. As we discussed, as you said this last week, um, uh, uh, you can do it in DNxHD, Mm -hmm. which is an Avid codec that you can download for free that will uh, give you—now, the reason they want ProRes is because it's an uncompressed, full-color version. Okay, now I don't mean full color as in black and white or color. I mean full color as in it's still got full color information. So it's uncompressed. You're not losing any quality or information. Everything that was recorded from the camera is still in Mm -hmm. the file. Right. Okay. So they want ProRes. That is industry standard.
1: ProRes. That is non-negotiable pretty much.
0: Uh, No, no. Well, uh, yes and no. It's not negotiable as far as as far as the ProRes file, but fortunately, Avid has been around just as long as Final Cut. Mm-hmm. So Avid is also an industry standard. Yeah. Their DNX HD codec is the same as a ProRes. It is just the Windows version.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: Okay? So Unless your distributor is a real stickler for that ProRes, and I don't understand why, because okay. it's still going to come out as a QuickTime file. Mm-hmm. One way or another, you're still giving them a QuickTime file. You can
1: With the equivalent amount of information that yes, they're requesting. Yes, it's the
0: same thing. It's the same thing. Um, I know that uh David has said that because uh, he works on Windows and he said he's done deliverables for min- for multiple films before and he's always given DNX HD and they've never had a problem with it. Right. So unless your distributor is a real stickler for it, in which case find a friend of yours that has Final Cut Pro and just take your DNX HD and, have and them just re encode it. Yeah, right. it's a it's kind of a wasted process because it's the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. But so Ah uh, yes, they're going to want your QuickTime file as ProRes or DNXHD right all right That's the first thing that's first, so you need that mm-hmm. all right uh they're going to want your movie and your trailer as this so that this way it's full quality and they can compress it as they need to and they can put it wherever they want and right. they don't they don't there's no quality loss. Now
1: on a quick note um. We'll talk about more when you do distribution. But um, just to let you know, it is pretty standard for your distributor to request the rights to edit as necessary. Yeah. And most often, most distributors will recut a trailer for you,
0: which is the other reason why they want this this ProRes or DNx HD. Is why they want the ProRes in full full quality, mm-hmm. so that they can load it into whatever program they have. And they can cut it and they can re-encode it with full right full Most, clarity. most of
1: the time, the cuts they're going to make are for for requirements. For example, if you have full frontal or something, cut that out, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but again, when it comes to these low 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 budget, they know they're getting. Yeah, we're not cutting for the MBAA here. No, no, they're, I'm really talking
1: like you know, if you you can't have Full Frontal for what is it, Amazon Walmart. or some Walmart?
0: Walmart won't won't play won't won't uh, they won't put your movie on? Show, they won't sell your movie on if it has Full Frontal, and both of our v- films have Full Frontal, yeah. so we're not in Walmart. Yeah, for Which that reason,
1: that's why Blitzwater did not make it because we did yeah. not understand that at the time. Yeah, but then we still did it in Theta, so
0: I don't know. We did it in Theta, but I know how to cu- I know how to trim it if I have to, yeah. if I want, if they even ask me to. Yeah. Nonetheless, right. Nonetheless, that's okay. why they want it so that they can edit those things if they need to. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay, so then moving on straight to the M and
0: E M and E track. That is a music and effects track. All right. What they need to do is, what you're going to do is this is this is <laughs> <laughs> this is where the work comes in. This is where your this is going to be the longest process of your deliverables yeah. is your M and E track. You need to mute all the dialogue from your film. And give them your sound in two tracks: music and effects. All right? Now the reason why I say this is the most work is because a lot of your sound effects in your movie are part of your dialogue track. Like your actor your actor in the scene grabs a cup of coffee or turns a doorknob. Chances are that audio is from them actually them doing live. it on set, yeah, okay? Which means it's part of the dialogue track. You are now going to have to sit down, mute all the dialogue, and find all of those sound effects that have been lost to the muting of the dialogue track, and you have to re-record them and drop them in as fully sound. You're going to have to find every single sound effect and make it sound like you have to make this movie complete, where it looks like your actors are miming. Everything is there except for their voices. And I mean everything from the wind in your scenes to their footsteps to if you're like in Theta States, he wakes up with it starts with him waking up in bed. The sound of the sheets is going to we're going to have to redo the sound of the sheets because it's in his dialogue track. Well, I don't know because there's no dialogue. So I could probably just switch it, you know, but things like that. All of those sound effects now have to be redone. Yeah. This is Now the main thing is I'm a little scared right now Yes Well you're not going to have anything to do with that Uh, Me and Chris are going to have to go do that That's what I got to go to Chris's place for To re-record all these sound effects You know Um, So be prepared Be prepared for this A lot of people say Don't do it until they ask you to Because it's a lot of work Don't listen Because they're going to ask for it They're going to ask for it Just do it just start working on it and do it, yeah, all right, if you can do it while you're editing the movie, even better so it's even so it's done, and then on top of that, your sound effects will be nice and clean and clear, and it will improve the sound of your entire movie by doing those sound effects yourself, yeah, you know it'll help so much now, the reason why they want this is. One main reason is international sales. Mm-hmm. If you're going to take your movie, now you shot your movie, you shot it in in English, right. shot it here in America. Yeah. You want to sell it in Canada. Everything in Canada has to have a f- English and, and a French and, and, yeah. audio track. That's just the law. Everything's got to be done in English and French because they are a dual language country. Right. So if you want to sell your movie in Canada, you need to have French audio. Mm-hmm they're going to sell it to a distributor in Canada who's going to have who's going to hire actors mm-hmm. to overdub your audio right they have to be able to remove the the dialogue track so they're going to play your movie back with an m&e track
2: mm-hmm.
0: and just overdub all the audio so that this way all the sound effects are there and it's just the dialogue right. that has to be redone by the actors and this is this is usually why you watch movies with overdubbing and it sounds a little off mm-hmm. because sometimes you're still missing sound effects, yeah. you know, and or sometimes they don't level it properly and the dialogue is a little too loud. These are cheaper, cheap distribution companies that are just throwing it together. And
1: it's also they're putting language that may lengthen or shorten. Mm-hmm.
0: You're also talking about, uh, it may lengthen and shorten, yes, but it also another thing is. You're talking about actors who are literally talking into a microphone. They're not acting in the scene. There's no dynamic yeah. sound of them in the scene. Yeah acting the, f- the film out it's just two people it's to however many actors talking into a microphone it
1: like this is screening we went to
0: yeah it's just actors talking into a microphone yeah. it's so clean and clear the audio all yeah. of a sudden everything else has to be crisp and clear and be there as well mm-hmm. so this is why you need an m track in order to sell your film internationally so they can put other languages on it now not every country does that some countries they do better with just subtitles right some countries, like in France, I think, uh, subtitles is what people would prefer because yeah. they don't want to ruin the art of the, the film, film itself by changing, it. by changing it. So, I mean, they they do French overdubbing as well, but, you know, some people prefer to watch it with just subtitles instead of overdubbing because they just don't like watching overdubbing. No. You know? So... That brings us to...
1: Well, they may ask for that in two different ways. Yes, um, yes,
0: that's right. They're the going wave- to ask for your film in two channels to begin with. They're going yeah. to ask for a two-channel stereo. They're mm-hmm. also going to ask for it in a 5.1. Yeah. At this point, they're going to ask for a 5.1. Yeah. So make sure you're ready to render a 5.1 version of film. I mean, some, some do make film. it optional, but... It is optional. If it's not, if it's not available, you mm-hmm. know, it's yeah. not available. Not everybody can do 5.1. Right. But... They will ask But for you'll it. do better, honestly. You'll definitely do better if you have it. If you yeah. can do it, do it. You'll sell better. Yes. And this is where you need to do And get that's an the one guide. big
1: lesson that we learned from from Blood Slaughter. Mm-hmm. We're like because we couldn't deliver this this you know, this, we this really lost that. out
0: on sales. Yeah, we couldn't do five point one sound and we couldn't do a uh, M and E track. So yeah, we limited our, our sellability yeah. as a result of that. So we just packed it with extras. Yeah. <laughs> I packed it with extras and yeah. and I did we did I think we have yeah, we have a commentary track on there mm-hmm. and everything, so Wait, we, should we, rec- we should record one for data states and give should. it to them. Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> Another thing to do, add it to the yeah. list. Add it to the list. Oh my God, that's my new hashtag, add it to the list. Continue. Okay, back to our deliverables
0: list. Yep.
1: Um, They're going to ask for a
0: synopsis. And, uh, yes, your synopsis is going to be basically used for what's, what it's going to say on the back of a DVD. Hmm. Or how they 're going to sell it on a website, and you know what yeah. it's your, your blurb on Amazon or wherever
1: essentially because here 's what we 've learned from blood slaughter. Um, most of the information that you provide them is going to be um, they 're going to use it for pretty much everything it 's just going to be a, like a drop in mm-hmm. just drop it into the standard formats and standard forms you know when you, when you do these things. Um, so your synopsis is you know make sure it 's well written, run a past your English major friend. Yeah. Um, Make sure it's good, proper English. <laughs> make sure it's exciting. I mean, there's there's a ton of different tutorials and information you can find about writing a synopsis, um, but make sure it's good. Yeah, because a lot of the times, you know, you kind of you know, like, well, oh, the deliver, you know, the, the the distributor will figure it out. No, most of the time they're going to no. use what
0: you give them. Yes, they're going to use what you give them, copy and paste it right over because they have a bunch of movies. You know, a lot of these distributors they don't have a huge team of people Mm -hmm. doing this stuff, so they're going to take what you've given and move and move it on and sell it and just pass it to the next distributor. You know, and we'll explain how that works in an entirely different episode. Yeah, one distributor to another.
1: Yeah, so okay, so the synopsis. Uh, you're going to have to give them the
0: script. Yep. Make sure it's copyrighted. Your film has to be copyrighted. Your script yep. has to be copyrighted. Yep. So they're going to want a copy of your script.
1: Yeah, it's it's all pretty straightforward. I mean, uh, you can literally do it online, which I would definitely prefer online because you can actually track... Where where it is in the process Uh, for Theta? We actually just dropped a a DVD in the mail, and we're still sitting here waiting. Yeah,
0: it takes six to eight months in order (laughs) to get your copyright number back if you go by mail. If you go online, you're going to get a copyright number immediately.
1: Yeah, almost. Yeah, you'll get you'll get a pending number that you can provide. Yes, um, and then it'll actually clear, and you'll Mm -hmm. know it's cleared. Mm this kind of mail thing, I,
0: I find very... You won't get your certificate for a while, yeah. but you'll have your number already. Yeah,
1: and you'll know, that you'll know where it is in the process. Yes. You'll know that it's pending approval. Um, I think that when you do it by mail, they actually may reach out to you with any questions or con- um, by mail um, versus email because mm-hmm. we had a couple of questions on blood slaughter, and they emailed me with questions, um, and it really sped up the process. So definitely just go to the website. Um, you're going to want to use a Performing Arts PA form. Mm -hmm. Um, It's pretty I mean they
0: They have a movie They have a movie Now
1: Performing arts Is what they prefer They've moved to movie They moved to performing arts PA I
0: thought it was Performing arts And now that there's A new section for film
1: No I think it's PA still
0: I don't know I
1: don't know. We're gonna have to look this up and, and do it
0: right. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> I did PA last time.
0: I know you did, but I and since then I think they've created a, a section for film now.
1: I did PA for Beta.
0: I know you did, and yeah. I told you the same thing.
1: Yeah, well, I didn't find it. I found a PA. All right. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, we'll do. We'll we'll walk you through the process. <sighs> from now.
0: Stress never ends
1: no, it never does, and you're never quite sure about anything. You're just like, "Oh God, if somebody hold my hand and help me do yeah. this um
0: but that's what we're here for it's a long it's a bit of an application process yeah,
1: it's you, a bit of an application process. um you know what we usually do um we run it through the company name, yeah um so everything is is copyrighted to the company versus you or i um hmm. We've done a couple of different ways um when we had Louis as the writer for blood slaughter and brain people, we actually listed him as a as a paid. Uh, work for hire writer
0: Mm -hmm. that's Um, a lot of logistic it's a
1: lot of legal mumbo jumbo which one day maybe i'll walk you guys through um but (laughs) it's it's a pretty straightforward form um they have a great help section that will totally help you through um i've had to call their support once or twice they've been really great helpful um one tip that i learned this time around (laughs) is to use internet explorer or Firefox. Yes. Do not use Google Apparently,
0: Chrome. Apparently, they don't like Chrome over at the uh, the copyright office. <laughs> They're not fans of Google Chrome over there.
1: Oh no, I'm sorry. Safari or Internet Explorer. Safari. Not even. Not even and, Firefox. Yeah, the
0: basic Safari yeah. for Mac and
1: and and Internet Explorer for yeah. For the PC. Firefox
0: and Chrome cause problems with the yes. cookies and everything.
1: Yeah. So I've had a number of problems. You realize with...
0: that these websites were designed, you know, fifteen, almost twenty years yeah. ago, and they haven't updated the server because that yeah. causes them to update their entire server on all of their. computers. computers. Computers as well. I'm sure that
1: they're working on it because the copyright office has been closed on the weekends. Like. Mm. This entire summer, at least. Yeah.
0: But it's the same way with IMDb. It's oh, an old, yeah. antiquated system. It's, little,
1: it's clunky. And
0: it's so, such a pain in the ass to run that, to run without a box. Uh, you know, to think that I would think that Amazon would have upgraded it immediately when they bought it, but they didn't. No. They kept it this goddamn dinosaur of a website. <laughs> it really is. And, unf- and yet, unfortunately, the copyright website is a dinosaur as well. So it's really a pain in the ass, but it's an absolutely necessary portion of your, I mean, look, let's put it this way. Night of the living dead is in public domain for this exact reason, because they did not copyright the film properly. They copyrighted night of the living dead under the title night of the flesh eaters. Mm -hmm. Then when they edited it and sent it out, they changed the title to night of the living dead. And I think it had a slightly different edit as well. Mm -hmm. They did not copyright night of the living dead. Yeah. So once it was sent out and started sending, started playing, Mm -hmm. With no copyright, and they started making copies and doing, nobody owned a copyright for this. Yeah. And it's officially out in the world, and too late, too late. So there's no copyright on either the living dead. Because they copyrighted it under the wrong title.
1: Yeah, just for that for that reason, um, we had copyrighted the script under the original title of In the Shadow of the Imp. Yeah. And so when I copyrighted the film, they have a section where it's also, you know, an uh, alternative name or yes. also known as.
2: You had to list it. Um, and I
1: listed it just so you understand. That they understood that the script that we've copyrighted is connected to this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, so both are covered by that now.
0: Yeah, It is a a bit of a pain in the ass process, but it's absolutely necessary. You will lose the rights to your movie if you do not do this right. Right. So if you have a friend who went to law school Mm. at all or an accountant friend, anyone who does anything, somebody who runs a business even, just a friend of yours who owns a business. Somebody who's really comfortable
1: with these forms and has done them a million times.
0: Find someone who you know that does this, that that has done anything like this. A lawyer, an accountant, a business owner. Anyone who's gone through this government process of trademarking or copywriting yeah. or anything like that, anyone who's gone through this process before, just talk to them and just get some advice and let them just kind of hold your hand <laughs> through it. Because it's a pain in the ass for them to, but you really can lose yeah. everything if you do this the wrong way. Yeah, It's a very specific process. But
1: at the same time, um things to be aware of, um, pretty much as soon as you put this application in, yep. your film is copyrighted. Yes,
0: Yes. Um, and make sure you put the copyright, copyright with whatever yeah. you. 2017, at the end of your credits, make sure it's there. Yeah,
1: technically, in all technicality, as soon as something is created, you own the copyright. Yes, Um, there are certain methods you can do. You can send a script to the WGA. Um, Mm -hmm. You you should always get it copyrighted as well. But you copyright
0: is number one. Yeah, you go to the copyright office, period. Yeah, you can send to the WGA and you can send it if you want, that's fine. But copyright office is what is absolutely necessary. Yeah, you go to court for this, they want to see the copyright office. They WGA. Well, that's great, yeah. but you don't own a copyright yet. Well,
1: the very nice thing about the WGA is that they uh, will actually somewhat support you, and, yes. and and they will actually back up your claim. Yes, um, have, we've they never can, they can
0: get you a lawyer.
1: Yeah, we've never filed with the WGA. No. Um, I know, I you know, maybe we should, but we don't. Um, but I do know, you know, from the many, many, many lectures and classes I've taken that the WGA will help you back mm-hmm. up your claim. Yes. Um, so those are two things you want to do with your script. Um, you can always also do it the old school way where you literally, you mail it to yourself and you do not open that. No. Nope. So you actually have a postal code, which is a governmental mm-hmm. thing. Yes. Yeah, so it's it governmental is, evidence. It's legal.
0: It's just hard to really.
1: Yeah. It's it's hard to do. I mean, but at the same time. it's it, the poor man's it, copyright. Co- yeah. It costs you 32 cents at this point.
0: Yeah. You know, 50 cents, cents,
1: whatever a stamp costs.
0: You know, even if it costs you five bucks to Mm. mail it to yourself, certified mail. Yeah. So that there's a stamp and there's a whole record and everything. Yeah. yeah, It's a poor man's copyright, and a judge will sit and roll his eyes at it and say, yeah, all right. It's, yes, you can prove it, but. But just
1: don't open it. Like little. Don't ever open it. Yeah. You package it all up. You Mm. put it in a sealed envelope and then you mail it back to yourself and then you just hold on to that package. Yep.
0: Put that thing in a gilded box and don't touch it until somebody tries to sue you.
1: Yep. (laughs) Um,. But yeah, the, and they the copyright office really is it, it, do it on the website. Don't do it by mail. It's I mean, it takes it's a little bit of a pain in the ass because you actually have to upload you your upload entire your film, movie. Um, which is why we kind of avoided it with Theta.
0: Blood slaughter took me two days to upload.
1: Yeah, <sighs> um, but it, yeah, no, definitely do it by the website. I've done it now by the mail, and I do not prefer this method at all. It's giving me a little heart failure. because eh. I can't track where I'm at with this process. Um, but they cleared the check, so really, that's.
0: <laughs> yeah, They cleared the check So we've paid for
1: it <laughs> We've paid for
0: it So copyright 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 Copyright, yes. copyright your script copy Copyright your, your film Copyright Copyright copyright. And, your copyright and if you have the extra money Send it to the WGA as well yeah. Copyright's are like 35 bucks Yeah it's really not that bad You know um, to save your movie To make sure you own it For the rest of eternity $35 is worth it yeah. <laughs> The rest of your life rather Or 75 years Or whatever the hell it is
1: I was going to say Something important And then it just slipped Right out my brain I'm sorry I got nothing. Okay. Mm, You'll come back to it. Yeah, it'll come back to me.
0: Next. Uh, Oh, and your copyright certificate, once you get it in your mail, you're going to give a copy of that to your distributor as well. They're going to want that copyright number, Mm -hmm. so that this way, when they sell it to other international, they can say, look, we have a copyright for this, and they can't. Now, international copyright law is different. Yes. You know, it is very different.
1: Yeah, it's not. U.S. copyright is not enforceable
0: worldwide. No. So... Your distributor will handle it. Yes. You know, if they're going to sell it to Germany, they're going to make sure that there's a copyright in Germany for this film. Yeah. Okay, that they can enforce. So that this way, nobody can steal it out from under them now. Now, this is them investing in your film for them to be able to sell it Mm -hmm. because if they just sell it to somebody in Germany and somebody in Germany finds out that wait there's no copyright in this country we don't have to pay them shit
1: no part of your part of your your agreement with your distributor says that they will
0: protect and pursue
1: Mm -hmm. um anyone who who goes against the the, you know protections that you know
0: yes yes so they will protect your the copyright they will
1: protect it and they will actually if they have to go to court they will go to court and do their best to fight for your rights
0: and to to protect your film
2: yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> That's right. Next portion of Okay, this of it. is
1: going to be a little bit of a bigger one to explain, um, just because we found a really cool article. Uh, the credit block. Credit block. The credit block is also known as a billing block. Mm-hmm. It's what goes on your poster at the very bottom. Yes. Um, where it lists all the key players. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's actually protocol, which is very interesting. We During our research for this... We found a really great New York Times article um, called Assembling the Building Block. Mm-hmm. The Billing Block. The Billing, billing block. block. I'm like, building block. No,
0: billing. This is literally the block. credits that are sitting at the bottom of the poster. Any poster you see that at the bottom is a billing block. Mm-hmm. Okay? They
1: have this really great little thing. I just have to share because it's just, this ahead. article just made me giggle. Um, billing Block. It may look like a barcode of haphazardly packed typeface but in fact it's a product of detailed legal agreements and intense negotiation
0: yes yes that billing block is very important now I don't put them on our posters I don't like it I think it's you know Mm -hmm. and a lot of people feel that it clutters up the poster it makes it kind of ugly right but this was negotiated Mm -hmm. this billing block the bottom of a poster is something that actors, and agents, managers, unions the 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 the, the Writers Guild, the Directors, directors guild. guild, the Producers Guild they all have policies. They as fought what be for here. this yes. to get their names on the poster. So that billing block at the bottom is very important, and the, there's a lot of money invested yeah. in that. It doesn't seem like much. Yeah. But someone's entire involvement in the movie may hang on whether or not they are listed in that billing block or yeah. not.
1: Which makes perfect sense because when your poster is seen, you know it's what's going to be seen. When you know when it, when you're talking at that level, you're going to be in the movie yes. theater, and this is where you mostly see it in movie theater posters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you'll see that billing block. So the entire world is seeing the people who are on that poster. Yep. And everybody wants their name on that poster mm-hmm. because they want the world to see them. Yep.
0: Know that they made this movie.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure that you know
0: their name. Yes.
1: Um, so your
0: distributor is going to ask for their billing block. Hmm? Because we don't have it on our poster. Nope. Oh. Okay? We don't have one on our poster. But when we sell internationally, it's going to go on the back. It's going to sell anywhere. It's going to go on the back of the DVD. Yeah. It's going to go somewhere. So they need to know who needs to be credited. Because even though we didn't make any agreements for that, because, again, it's a low-budget thing here. We didn't make any personal any guarantees for who's going to be on a billing block, you know what? I think that if it's going to have to be put out there, then there's certain people that I want to make sure that they're, they're seen. credited. That and, they're credited and, and, properly.
1: Yeah, and people see things properly. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, we, 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 we may not be PR professionals, but we want to be as professional as we can be. Yes. Um, and you want to give people the professional courtesies, all the professional courtesies that you possibly uh-huh. can. Um, so that's really the important of a building block. And I think after reading this article, um, I feel like I'm going to, you know, change the way we maybe do things. Okay. Yeah. So it was an educational lesson for me as well. Yeah. Um,
0: these are negotiation points.
1: Yeah. These are, they, they, it is a really big point of contention, it seems. Yes. From this article. Um, most often, let's start from the very beginning. The first thing that you see, a film by. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll see this. A film buy is negotiated <sighs> as part of the director's agreement, I know. Um, usually, it's in lieu of a directed by credit. So you don't get a blah, blah, blah film. By, you don't get a film sucks. Martin Scorsese. Sucks. Let's say Martin
0: Scorsese. <laughs> okay, fine.
1: A Martin Scorsese, Scorsese. A film by
0: Martin Scorsese yeah. or a Martin Scorsese film. Right. Yes.
1: Then he does not get directed by. Well, he usually
0: does too. Well, but he
1: probably he's yes. Scorsese, which is why he was a bad example.
0: <laughs> but no, 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 that's not that you don't get it. No, you usually, can get typically, it in lieu of
1: typically, usually it's in lieu of. Mm-hmm. Usually it's just standard. You yes. either do one or the other. Yeah. So go ahead. Okay. Well, let me make one more point yep. before you go on your rant because I know you want to oh. so badly. <laughs> um, the big thing about this to know is that writers. Hate, hate this, hate this. Which makes perfect sense. If yes. you have a writer who wrote your wrote your screenplay, who is not the director, mm-hmm. um, essentially you are saying I made this film. Yep. This is all mine.
0: Yep. And somebody else wrote this script.
1: And somebody else but wrote you're... the script. You just filmed this script. Uh-huh. But you are essentially cutting this person out of the
0: credit of it. Out being of the their story. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I know audiences don't may not entirely see it that way. Mm-hmm. But it's. Annoying, (laughs) but it's a fact. Somebody wrote this story and you're calling it a film by... Martin Scorsese. Which
1: you're taking credit for the film only. Yes. But at the same time, the you're, film wouldn't the film, exist
0: without the script. The film includes the story of yeah. this of the film. Yeah. You it
1: creates character names, the character types, the, the journey. Yep. Everything is coming from the story.
0: Yeah. So by by making by put and I see
1: The unfortunate truth, and I think even on any budget um movie, it may sound crazy to say this, but I think on any budget movie, nobody's actually getting their full worth. Of no. what they put into your film. No matter no matter what. I mean, for somebody to take a risk on you to mm. invest the time and the energy and the money. I mean, maybe when you're getting a million dollars or When you're or talking more, about some... Yeah, well, maybe
0: you're getting your like worth. Like the example but, of Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah, that movie got its budget. And everybody got paid yeah. because Martin Scorsese yeah. was the director yes. or the producer. Yeah, you know Christopher Nolan. When you're talking on Steven, that level, when you're I talking guess. on that, yes, this movie exists because they were attached in the first place. Yeah. if it wasn't for Steven Spielberg, there would be no hundred million dollar no. budget thrown on this. No. you know they got you got to understand that too. So. They know that this movie exists because they exist, because they did it. Yeah. Okay. So it's on their back. Yeah. When Chris Nolan wants to say a film by Christopher Nolan, yeah. the whole damn hundred fifty, hundred eighty million dollars for uh for inception yeah. exists because he fought to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Part of his negotiation yeah. in possibly taking a lower pay rate as Mm -hmm. well or a lower back end yeah
1: there's a trade-off for this
0: that's a trade-off too yeah he may take less money Mm -hmm. by being able to say a christopher nolan film i don't know if he does this i I know martin scorsese does it jerry bruckheimer does it these guys may take less back end or less Mm upfront for the ability to call it a jerry bruckheimer production right you know, so that is—they're not just saying, "Hey, we're do, we're doing this." Yeah, you this. just you
1: just don't get this, yes. and then you get everything. No, to you have your your name be this the first is part thing of their seen. payment. You you do pay for it in some format, which is usually some some negotiation down mm-hmm. of either your back end or something else. Or your,
0: yes, your front end. Or your, your front back end, something. your back
1: end, something. They
0: are paying. For, this is part of their payment yeah. for the movie. Yeah. So that's also why you'll see this on indie films. <laughs> we're not being paid. No, none of us are being paid. No, for we don't this. get paid on our own movies. You don't pay yourself on your own movie when the budget's coming out of your own pocket. Yeah. That's no. So just keep that in mind especially when you're working on a film where you had another writer where somebody else wrote this script and you're adapting it by saying yeah a lot of
1: people are working for credit and i don't think a lot of people understand our value it's just kind of a throwaway term at this point well you're working for credit you're working for credit you get imdb credit you get imdb credit Critico is beyond IMDb, yes. folks. It really is in how you treat your people. Mm-hmm. It's in how you tag your photos in social media. It's how you list people in your billing block. It is how you list people on IMDb. Um, you know, if you're naming one of your characters girl number three versus Mary, you know, it doesn't cost you anything to, to, to give her give the character a name instead of leaving somebody with an IMDb credit of girl number three.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, you have to think about how... The world sees these things, Mm
0: -hmm. you know? Um, I've done that I've made characters who didn't have a name I gave them a name so this way when they put it on their resume it doesn't look like girl number two girl number three girl number this boy number that you know man crossing the street unless it's literally that like brain people we had that we had that whole montage of people looking up into the sky but at
1: the same time we named them something really funny yes
0: we gave them you know panicked woman you know upset mother old man on the. we gave them something specific that was actually
1: memorable it actually brought Frenchman man the memory and French of the woman, Fainting
0: woman. Yeah. Yeah, you know, black man in park. <laughs> yeah, so it's not
1: just a generic Hulk term. I like that. He yeah. thought that
0: was funny. Black guy in park. He thought that was hilarious.
1: <laughs> it, but it, it, it's a way of triggering a memory We're like, you know, okay. Oh, that was them. Okay. That was them. Okay, I got you. So then you're actually giving them some sort of value. Yes. When you're working for credit or when somebody is working for credit for you, really take into account the value of that credit mm. and how you can make that credit the best possible credit credit you possibly can
2: yeah
1: um so i mean just as a personal level we we feel that by doing a film buy um really takes away a lot of the credits that and to us is all about this the sacrifice and and the work that people put in for us yeah and how much we value it we name everything a Grave pictures production or a Grave mm-hmm. pictures film um
2: because i don't even
0: do that I, we don't. No, Masgrave Pictures presents in okay. association with. It's right in the beginning as yeah. the production company. Yeah. But I don't put a film by Masgrave Pictures no. in the credits. No. no. It's just This is the production company.
1: Right, and and the way we feel about Masgrave Pictures presenting is because um, all of our deals go through Masgrave Pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody who is working on this film is on is uh, is under the under an agreement with
0: Masgrave Pictures. Yeah. So Masgrave Pictures is actually the collective. It's the collective of everybody who worked on the film from yeah. beginning to end. That's. Mm-hmm that's who we consider I mean Masgrave Pictures is me and you we yes, are we, we are on Masquerade paper Pictures. we are it yep. but even in film festivals we do a film festival if I can get the film festival to credit the film as a Masquerade Pictures film rather mm-hmm. than directed by Manny Serrano I I wanted to say Masquerade Pictures because in some we're also building a brand here yeah. we're treating it like a band yeah we're building a brand name and a band mm-hmm. of sorts where you know Foo Fighters isn't you know presenting Dave Grohl yeah. no it's Foo Fighters. You're going to see Foo Fighters. You're not yeah. going to see Dave Grohl. No. So we look at it the same way. Everybody. We have a lot of people who we work with regularly Ooh. under the Masgrave Pictures title. Yeah, and a lot of reviewers who've reviewed our films in the past they'll see masgrave pictures and they're going to say okay there's good chance this guy's on it that girl's on it this one's working and this is the team mm-hmm. that makes our films a
1: lot of our the reviewers that we we've had a relationship or conversations with even a lot of our reviews talk about masgrave pictures new release masgrave pictures new yeah. short um because that's, that's how we prefer to be seen. Yeah. I mean, it really is a preference thing. But really, I, we wanted to outline our reasons behind it. Because I really think that when people work for credit, you really need to do right by them. Yeah.
0: yeah. And by throwing our names up, up, up on top of everybody else's, mm-hmm. I, think, I think that I, we feel like we're belittling other people's yeah. work. Yeah. That's just our opinion though. That's just okay. how we see it. You could see it differently and that's fine. There's no right or wrong way to do this. No,
1: cuz it's absolutely it's true. Just how we when feel. when you create something from start to end, it is a lot of work. It is really exhausting. I mean, filmmaking sucks. It really does, <laughs> you know. And um we can understand. I think maybe because it's the two of us. Because the two of us put o- almost everything we have into everything we do. Um, we have more of an insight of wanting to be a collective or a team and the effort that the entire team puts in because we are a team. Mm -hmm. You know, I do understand the temptation. And you know what? I feel like if you want to do a film by credit yourself, think about it once or twice, take a pause, think about it, but then don't follow it up with a directed by, produced by, written by. Yeah, like yeah.
0: I, I but don't there's there's 10 different 10 different titles pers- I had under theta states 10 different jobs that I did. Yeah, in the credits, written, directed and edited. That's it. Yeah. I gave myself the main three, mm-hmm. the three things mm-hmm. that really nobody helped me with. Right. I was the editor. I was a director. I was the writer. Okay, I had ideas from some people when it came to writing the script. I bounced ideas off of people. But I wrote the script, and this yeah. was my story that I came up with. Yeah,
1: it, it so, wasn't based on anything, in, yeah. probably by anyone else. It yes. really was a creation of your own. Exactly.
0: So as far as I'm concerned, those are the only three jobs I did by myself 100%. Yeah. Everything else, yes, I had a hand in some of the special effects. I had a hand in the CG. I had a hand but in I, the music. That,
1: that's that's but covered I by the director's title. Exa- I really exactly, don't think you exactly. need to like give yourself credit as like, you know, I mean, we've seen everything from like location management to like craft services. I walked outside
0: and picked up the pizza and brought it in. It <laughs> Doesn't mean that I'm craft services. No,
1: I don't even know why you would want to include craft services, other than the fact that you're trying to be like me, 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 yeah. me, me. I did this, and 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 I did this. And it's just like you—it's so unnecessary. And like when you make sure that your name is the first five things seen in mm-hmm. the credits, it's like it just puts a bad taste in my mouth it just is like you were just all about your own name
0: yeah so it's just about you this is your movie so why did you why didn't just make a cartoon yeah just make a damn animation yeah. do like, it yourself l- don't listen, even just hire put, any actors put the
1: camera on a tripod and act it out your damn self yeah just i'm do sorry the whole thing. um it seems harsh to say and i really i feel bad i'm not trying to pass judgment on anybody no, but,
0: but we but, do see a lot of people who seem to remove uh, remove credit unintentionally yeah they they by, by giving themselves more credit, you're actually removing credit from other people who helped yeah. you.
1: Yeah, you're not, like, you're not letting them see the light. You know, when you're putting your name first and your everybody name is always Everybody wants to see their light. name
0: on the screen. Yeah, everybody and, wants to but see But they it. have to sit through yours five times before they get to theirs.
1: It feels bad. Yeah. It feels bad. I mean, we've, we've been in the position where, like, yeah, you know, in, in things that we've helped out on, our film, our names are lower and lower and lower. And it's kind of like... I had you see your name five times, you know, like how many times I saved this yeah. film. You know, it's and it's so it's so shitty to say it's so yeah. shitty to say, but it's shitty to feel, too. And I think that's why I just want to, you know, we really wanted to make this little rant here. And yeah. I think we're over it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, one of the so to lead into this, um, I'm just go right to the director. What you can do as a director, obviously, we've talked about the film by. Um, you can also do a written and directed by, Mm -hmm. which I think is really the way to go. If you were the writer and the director, Mm -hmm. just put them together on one line.
0: Yeah. Written and directed by.
1: I mean, that clearly states to the world that this is all yours. I don't think you need to highlight any twice.
0: Whatever you can say once, just say twice. Directed by. Yeah. No.
1: So like we said earlier, um, a lot of the um, guilds Mm -hmm. and the unions, they have certain regulations um, As to this building block, that's how important this thing is. I had no idea how important this was yeah. before we got this. Um, credits in the for SAG credits in the billing blocks are negotiated separately. Um, the way so on a case by case basis, pretty much you are going to be negotiating with each one of your actors. Um, putting an actor in the billing blocks is more prestige. Mm-hmm. Usually, you list your stars but whoever put more into the film. If you had an actor who was there more days than everyone else. Definitely, they need to be.
0: Yeah. They're your lead there. Yeah. yeah. You put them first.
1: Yeah. Um, so, th- the big thing with, when it comes to, to actors is billing, billing order. Mm-hmm. First billing, second billing, third billing. Yeah. First billing is what everybody wants. Yeah. Um, but, yeah,
0: you, that's the lead actor. It's your lead actor.
1: You know, yeah. whoever put the most time into the film. Um, if you have multiple leads, it's an ensemble cast and everybody kind of put the same amount of work in, what you can do is do like a one line. And lists everybody in stairs. So you'll have one name. You'll have actor A and C on the same line. And maybe actor B will be a little bit higher. So it'll go A, B, C. And yeah, so actor,
0: up. so being as it's actor A is listed first, actor B is second, but actor B is literally higher, higher on the poster. Mm-hmm. So that puts them on the same level. Uh, we may be listed second, but they're listed higher on the poster. So that puts actor A and B on the same, same level. level of billing. Right.
1: And actor C is on the same level as actor A, yes. so it's 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 a nice, clean way of doing it and making sure that everybody's kind of seen together mm-hmm. um, as an ensemble. So that's one one method of doing it. Um, typically, in, in the billing block, um, like we said, first billing is, is it is somewhat negotiable if you have a name, somebody who is actually bringing something to the film.
0: Yeah, even um, if they're small, even if they have a small role, sometimes that could just be part of their negotiation, and that's a, that's up to you whether you want to give it to them.
1: Yeah.
2: You
0: know?
1: Yeah. Um, so usually you do it alphabetical or descending in the, in the order of, of importance. Mm-hmm. Um, that's typically how I would do things. I would prefer to do things because I feel like alphabetical, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's a little
0: it's a little little confusing there. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, one special way of, of giving uh, a major actor who maybe did a minor role for you or somebody who did a little bit of a cameo or something mm-hmm. like that is you can throw in a with or an and.
0: Mm-hmm. At the end, yeah. At yeah. the end of the credits. At the end of the. Uh, or the end. When of you the billing list block, them yeah. in the billing block, they'll be the last name of the actors, but it will say "and" or "with," and that puts them, that considers them to be third billing. Mm-hmm. Even though it's at the end of ten different of whatever, names, yeah. the "and" or the "with" at the very end is considered by the industry to be third billed. Mm-hmm. So even at the even at the end, they're now put up up. You know, so that's it, it, something it, it's
1: a break in the monotony of names.
0: Of, so yeah. it does. It does highlight them. Yes, there are special, special appearance in the film.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, uh, we actually did that with one of our actors on this one. Yeah, we did that with our actor on this. He worked for he's a he's a uh, 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 he's a pretty I wouldn't say well-known, but he's done a lot of a lot of background and extra work. He works in. A lot of TV shows and movies and stuff. He was in Sharknado. He was yeah. in, you know... Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire for three or four seasons, okay. you know. Uh, but he's a friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And we gave, him, we gave him a pretty major role, you it know. Was,
1: it was major insignificant. significant.
0: It was, yes, it was significant. It wasn't a huge role. He no. only shot with us, I think, three days three out of the 15. Yeah. yeah, out of the 15 days, he's only on set to so maybe three days. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, his role is significant to the film. And um, so he worked for a little bit less for us than he would normally get, uh, but he was a friend of ours. So he said to me, well, okay, I'm cool with this, but give me an end credit. And mm-hmm. I, okay, if that's what you want, that you can have that. Yeah. We gave him an end, mm-hmm. you know, end him as, and I gave the character name because that's what he asked for.
2: Yeah,
0: He knew what that meant. Yeah. He knew what because more experienced actors will know yes, this. Yes. Yes, he knew that that goes farther than anything else because he's being he's, he's being, being highlighted, ge- yes, he's, being, he's being, being highlighted in the film.
1: Yeah, he's being featured.
0: Yeah, he's being highlighted and featured in the in the film's credits. So that means more to casting directors in the future that he negotiated that type of credit. Mm-hmm. So it means something.
1: Okay, so then the that covers SAG, DGA, and WGA. Now, mm-hmm. they're actually very particular. That's the
0: Writers Guild of, uh, of America and the Directors Guild of America. Mm-hmm. They're very particular.
1: They want their names listed at at least 15% of the
0: size of the film's title on that's, the poster. That's the, the entire block itself. Mm-hmm. The lettering of the billing block has to be a minimum. Fifteen percent the size of the title of the film on the poster, and that's to ensure that it's legible.
1: Yeah, they it's, actually re- go one step further, and they actually require particular fonts.
0: Yes, they are, yes, there are industry standard fonts to work. That's why they look like barcodes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They have it's it's a it's a legible font in yeah. very small lettering. Mm-hmm. So it's still legible no matter how small it is. That's why they use those fonts. And if you're going to be doing this. I'm gonna I got news for you those fonts are expensive, yeah you know um you're probably gonna pay maybe a hundred bucks or more yeah for to buy one of those fonts to use them on your poster now there are knockoffs that look pretty close to it. hell there's one that comes in an aerial narrow looks pretty close yeah doesn't look great, but it looks. It's not going to be as legible as this. Yes, that's the point, that these, these fonts are very legible in small. When you make them small, they're still legible. That's the entire point of these, why every poster has that same lettering at the bottom. Um, so there you can find free font types that, are, that look similar to it, but they just don't Again, work as Again,
1: well. this really isn't required until you're no, dealing with a no, WGA no. or a DGA or a SAG.
0: Yeah, until you start working with unions, you don't have to worry about this sort of thing. But once you do start working with unions, then they're going to give you those guidelines, and if you don't follow those guidelines to the letter,
1: yeah, you could have a problem. You're going
0: to have a big problem releasing your movie. You're going to have a big problem, you know. And I'm talking like legal. They are going to sue you.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) They are going. These these
1: are in your contracts. Yes. Legally binding contracts are. This is what we're talking here.
0: So be aware that this is. Yes, when you start working with unions, (laughs) it's a whole, whole other ball game. Yeah. So be aware that these are the types of things you're going to have to shell out the money for and do properly. Mm -hmm. You know, but in the long run, it's worth it. This is
1: part of your negotiation as well. So when you're reaching out to those higher caliber, caliber actors, yeah. This is something that you can offer. Their name
0: on the poster is something you can use as a negotiating block.
1: Which I think just goes to support, like, how serious people do take credit in this mm-hmm. industry and how much credit can mean if you yeah. treat it as something of value. Yes. Um, so after your your director, your writer, and your actors are listed, then typically what comes next is your casting, your casting directors. Um, then that's followed by your costumes, your editor, your production designer. Mm-hmm. Then your music, which can be music by original score. Um, then you want your stunt coordinator and your special effects and your visual effects.
0: Now, remember, these are the union standards. This is what the unions mm-hmm. want you to say. Yeah. You're in an indie film. It is your choice of how you of the order you want to put them on. But remember, this is industry standard. Might as well follow it.
1: And it also means a lot to people to be yes. on the poster. We've yes, had a number, number of people, even actors, who are just kind of starting out in their careers, um who are like, I'm on the poster. Mm -hmm. I'm on the DVD cover. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal to have your name out there and highlighted. So do take that into account.
0: I guess I I personally don't like putting those on the bottoms of the posters. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I I prefer art over names. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Theta states we have three actors' names at the tops because that's just... What For we,
1: beneath, we had two actors. I yes. mean,
0: essentially, I yeah. mean,
1: we had Samantha, who was, you know, sort of a, a smaller role, um, but the the two that we had, the starring the actors, The yeah. starring actors. This
0: is part of the agreement we came to mm-hmm. by. To put their names there. You're going to be on the poster for, yeah. you know, you'll do this, this, and that. And
1: and they shared it all around. They were all excited. Their moms were all excited. You know, it's, yeah. it, when your mom's proud of you, especially for some sort of creative field, your mom is like, mm-hmm. look at my kids on the poster. Yeah. You know, these mean things. Please, yes. please, please remember the value of this. Yeah. Um, followed by, uh, after your special effects, you're going to list your cinematographer. Now, this is part of a negotiation. You're going to conversation you're going to want to have with your DP. I mean, always during your releases, on our releases, I have a, a place, um, where it says name on the credits. Yeah. You know, how do you want to be credited? Mm-hmm. So like, clearly, cause there are some people who have stage names. There are some people who have a preference. Some people, you know, have a connection to their middle names. Um, some people like to have a middle initial because and, it makes them stand out. And because also sometimes, in the union... Yeah. you
0: can't have two people with the same name
1: yeah IMDB I was just going to say the yeah. same thing a lot of the times you know IMDB if you have a multiple name if you if you add your middle initial and it makes you indifferent yep. than the other ones then you're clearly crediting and you're being you're allowing IMDB to credit you properly yeah um yeah and, because and, I can tell you it's a pain in the ass when I got married and I changed my name I lost all my IMDB credits and yeah. it took like We'll talk about IMDb on another day, but it took like at least six months to have all of my credits transferred too.
0: Yeah. Dina went through this about two years ago, changing her, her her married name to her to her actual actual stage name, which is her real name. Yeah, but uh, her Mike Roach went through it. There yeah. was an actor in SAG who was Mike Roach already, mm-hmm. spelled the same way, and that's his real name too. Yeah. Doesn't matter. There's already an actor in SAG called Mike Roach. If he joins SAG now, mm-hmm. he has to change his name. He's got to change, put a letter in there. He's got to do something. The different
1: The third, the second, or year, Mike, one of those. Or he's got to use his yeah.
0: middle initials, yeah. something, something, or he's got to take the e. Off off the end something he has to change it you cannot have two actors in SAG with the same name right you know
1: um so the big thing then with your cinematographer and your
0: DP so your your DP will have a team of grips which will set up the lights and and the electrical for right
1: which which is separate on bigger films Mm -hmm. it's separate than the camera department yes
0: and the camera your cinematographer has a camera assistant and camera operators under yeah. him, yeah. and they run the camera. They have film loaders, and they, their cinematographer will handle the focus puller as yeah. well. will oversee that. Your DP will oversee all of it yeah. Yeah. and create your plan for the entire film because there's more to to shooting your movie than just pointing the camera yeah. and saying action. Yeah. Okay? So the DP is the head of a department, and then there's departments under that. There's a key grip, which mm-hmm. is the head of the grip department. Right. But there's your best boys, and all, you know. there's a lot of, lot of people underneath. So if you were hired for somebody to be their camera guy – Okay, they can give you cinematographer credit because you did the camera. But if you operated their lights too and you decided where their lights are going, you are their DP. And when you're being hired on another crew later on, they're gonna say, well, wait a minute, are you a DP or are you you a camera operator? Because a camera operator does operate a camera. Right. A cinematographer will make decisions as far as that camera is concerned.
1: Right, and these things matter, where it's yeah. like if, if you're trying to, to move into a more professional setting.
0: In a cameraman's um, union, in the cam- in union. In the union, in,
1: in the union. Um, not even that. Just even if you're trying to move more into
0: the professional uh, realm.
1: You know, if you try and get a dr- director of photography credit, you know, they're going to be like, but you haven't done anything.
0: Yeah. You haven't done this. Have you worked lights before? Yeah. Have you set up lights? Have you designed a lighting yeah. scheme for a film yet have you done that yeah. or have you just run camera yeah you know have yeah. you just done camera work
1: typically what people do when they, is they start to move up the chain um say you get up to the point that you're a camera operator and you really want to take that next step up to a cinematographer what most will do is they'll typically pick up an indie um they'll cut their day rate but they'll do it in exchange for that cinematography credit. Yeah. It does take time. And if you want to shortcut that time, that's the way to do it. You, you, do, you work as a camera operator, so you get very comfortable and you get very knowledgeable and you feel like, you know, you can face all the problems you may or may not see on set. Then you'll pick up an indie, you'll get a cinematography credit, you know, and then you can start to move, apply that to more professional settings, essentially, because you have that credit. Which, again, the value of credit
0: that's it. That's it. I'm just going to end. Just stop right there. That's it. All right. Well, what's the next?
1: Um, okay, the next thing is producers, which is near and dear to my heart. Did
0: you realize this entire episode was supposed to be just deliverables? Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> well, then you found this awesome article,
0: which I wanted to do an entirely different episode on. Oh, that's why when I showed you the article, I said, "You know, we could do an entire episode on this article."
1: Well, you should just say we should do an, uh, one episode on this alone. I did. You that's said we I... could. You didn't say should. Whatever. There's a the difference between the wording. Whatever, just cut it.
0: I'm not going to cut it. Just cut
1: it. (laughs) Anyway, so then, okay, producers, there's no no set agreement for producers, which is why you get a lot of these multiple friends, family, financiers. They get multiple different producing credits. Um, The PGA and the Academy of Motion Pictures have finally decided they've agreed to limit it to three producers. Three people can get the produced by credit. They started a campaign called The Truth, for Truth in Credits, making sure that the person who actually initiated, coordinated, supervised, and controlled all aspects of the production is the only person who gets the produced by credit. Followed by, then they created the option of the executive producer. The executive producer is someone who's made a significant contribution of no less than 25% of the financing or developing the literary property. So pretty much if you are... The owner of the story that this is based on, you can get executive credit, producer credit or if you funded this movie. Associate producers perform any of the producer functions delegated by the producer. So these are the people who worked underneath the producer. Co-producers are the people who are prim, whose primary pr- responsibility is the day-to-day logistics of the production process. So pretty much they're overseen by the associate producers who are overseen by the producer. And that's how you should be crediting people. It's a lot of producer. It's a lot of producing. It's a big job. Yeah. I could go into the WGA, but writing, there's, there's multiple credits you can do. You can do a based on characters by, where if you're already using characters that are already created, this is what you would use. Um, there's from a play/slash novel by. If you're basing this on a short story, a play, or whatever, that's the way to credit that. Um, the screenplay by is used for whoever wrote the final script. Um, so if it's a story by so-and-so, a screenplay by so-and-so, and then adapted to film by, blah, blah, blah. The WGA li- has a limit of, of uh, the number of writers. Um, writing teams would be collect- would be one. You're allowed one writer. So a writing team would be, you know, whatever the name, so this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't get more than that, according to the WGA. Why? They just, they, they don't like having more than one writer.
2: But
0: they do all the time.
1: Yeah, they they only will allow partnerships. Okay. Yeah, you can only do partners. So, and it has to be, a, you know, one name and one name. That's it. That's all the WJ will allow you to credit as a written by.
2: Okay.
0: And you have written by, story by, script by, screenplay mm-hmm. by. Yeah. yeah. You change all the different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I see. Gotcha.
1: So they want to be very clear
0: as to who did what. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that is billing blocks. Now, I wanted to correct ourselves because I realized we were talking about the poster. Billing block doesn't just go on the poster. It also goes in the back
0: of the, at the DVD. Of the, at the back of the DVD, it yeah. also can go on the end of a trailer.
1: Mm-hmm. So.
0: It also goes at the at the tail end of the trailer. Yeah.
1: So there are multiple uses for this billing block. Yes. Which is why the, the distributor wants it. Yep. <laughs> so to go back to our original subjects.
0: Yeah, you really went way <laughs> off the rails there for about, that's why, 45 minutes there, you went on just this billing block. I'm sorry. That's why I wanted to do a whole separate episode on it. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> you should have
1: stopped me. You usually stop me. Oh, man. You didn't know you were going to read all of it. I didn't read all of it? two
0: pages of notes, didn't you? You were going to go down the whole thing. <laughs> Jesus. I thought it was So, very what else is there? Any more? Is there any to get back to the beginning? Is there anything else a distributor wants? Because well, what else do they want now that we're going to go back to that? Oh my uh, god, they
1: want a dialogue cue sheet. Oh my god, <laughs> the dialogue cue sheet, also known as the ADR cue sheet, which stands for either the additional dialogue recording or it could also mean the automatic dialogue replacement ADR. Yep, it's essentially all of the dialogue in the film listed with the time code of when the line actually begins. Yep.
0: So that this way when they do, when you sell internationally, you can do, the, the, they, they have the actors sitting in the room literally just with, you know, with this sheet sitting there. Right. And they know the, the time difference between... Start. Yes. And they just record it straight like that. Yeah. Uh, they're just reading the dialogue directly off of a sheet Hmm. so they don't have to worry about they're not looking at the screen and figuring out you know trying to overdub they they, this is right there they could go right to it
1: at this time this line has to be said so they just say the line at this yeah and then the person
0: who's going to drop the audio in looks at the time code and knows exactly where to drop each line into the film Hmm. so That's what that dialogue cue sheet is. And music cue sheet is uh, all of the music and who wrote which piece of music and what the name of the music is by when it begins in the film. Okay, Uh, I believe that goes into the subtitles or something, but that's what they want. Uh, These are pretty simple lists to do that just take time.
1: Time. Yeah, this is this is going to be the second most. Time consuming. time consuming
0: thing. Yeah, I mean it's best to use your script for it, but that's also why they want the script and this mm-hmm. because dialogue changes on set. Yep. So they want to be able to work with exactly what is said on the screen on the screen in the film. Yep. What happened in the final version? Yep. Okay,
1: that's gonna be a lot of work. I'm yeah. excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then the last few things they want your end credits, your crawl typed out. Um, that's pretty straightforward, pretty much everything that you
0: everything that's in your credits in a direct yes, everything that's written there typed, typed up. out yep in the order that it's in the title in the end credits just in case again, if they have to uh uh, uh change the language, mm-hmm. they got to change producer producer is a different word in German yep. and so they have to rewrite those mm-hmm. credits out and they just transfer it that way right um.
1: Then the last two items are more publicity type items. They want the layered artwork for your poster. They want it in Photoshop format.
0: Mm-hmm. So this way they can re. It's going to be a, a PSD file of all the different layers of your artwork, so that they can remove, they can delete, they can change or mute or whatever for different size posters. So that they can add other things when they have to take the title of the film and maybe change it in another country, or they have to move it around. They got to change the language. Anything that they have to change on the artwork is changeable. Right. So that every layer is is done Yeah, and I mean, like even that. certain
1: stores want certain things. And, you know, like if you have some sort of nudity or, you know, something suggestive, you may not deal well with on, on a Walmart shelf or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the other reason why they want that. Um, and then the other thing they want is 15 to 20 high-res Yep, uh, they
0: want, want a bunch of pictures. Now, this is not production photos. This is actually uh stills from the film because right. this is it's going to go on the back of a DVD or it's going to be promotions they want shots from the movie in high resolution so right. that they can scale them up or down as so when they, they need when to. they
1: send it out for review or something like that you've all seen the articles that have different you know photos from the things film like whatever, that things yeah but like it's that.
0: more it's more we're talking about the distributor here yeah. so unless they have Unless it's part of their marketing budget or something, it's going to be for stills. For when you go on Amazon or you go on Netflix now, you don't see the poster anymore so much. You see stills stills from the film itself, and that's what they want.
1: So that's deliverables.
0: That's deliverables and billing blocks.
1: Yes. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Just usurped the whole show.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Took it over. The worst. (laughs) The worst. But whatever. We got a good informative uh episode out of this. I wanted to make it two episodes.
2: That you didn't can happen. Still edit it.
0: No, forget it. I'm not going <laughs> through all that. We're just gonna have to record a different episode some other time. I was trying to make two two forty five minute episodes instead of one ninety minute, but whatever. We got it. We're good.
1: I'm sorry. Now folks. come up with
0: a new come up with a new subject for us. So so what's your hashtag this week?
1: I forgot it. I said it at the top of the show, and I forgot it now.
0: No, you didn't. Yes,
1: I, I did. It was like a list something. Hashtag.
0: I don't know. If anybody remembers, then <laughs> use
1: it. <I laughs> Let know. me know what it was. I don't know.
0: I'm somewhere else right now. Jesus. <laughs> you just you threw me for a spin. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so that's all the deliverables. Quick list of the deliverables. You have...
1: Uh, number one, movie and trailer.
0: Mm-hmm. In QuickTime or DNX HD, more than likely, they'll take it.
1: Um, to the M and E track in both a wave format and five point one. That's all wave. I don't
0: know. No, it's, it's all going no, to be okay. wave, no matter what. It's all going to be okay, wave. I am just point... saying. I am just being clear. you are going to give it to them in a wave file, no matter what, right. whether it's five point one or two channel stereo. Okay,
1: so in stereo and in five point one in a wave format. Yes. Uh, number three synopsis, number four script, number five copyright certificate. Number six, credit slash billing block. Number seven, dialogue cue sheet. Number eight, music cue sheets. Mm -hmm. Number nine, layered artwork for the poster. Mm -hmm. Number 10, a end credit slash crawl typed up. And I forgot my numbers
0: already. (laughs) (laughs) You said 10. Okay, number 11, high-res photos. All right. So that's pretty much that's your basic deliverables again as you go through uh get to a higher level higher tier of distributor they're going to ask for a lot more they're probably going to start asking for 7.1 file they're going to start asking for it in dts in dolby and those are that that gets expensive when you start paying for different codecs of um of audio renders. you got to pay for that stuff. And that's then going to change your thing because if you're going to use – if you're going to render the film in DTS Audio or Dolby Digital, you have to put their logo at the end of the film. And so now you now you got to do your credits over again. And it is a long process. So this Ooh. is why – what?
1: Fun fact to remember, when you're doing your end credits,
0: uh-huh.
1: do not put your website –
0: no yes don't put websites don't put any websites in your ending credits. A lot of distributors consider that to be free advertising and uh, and they're not no they won't do it. A lot of films you know you put people's websites in it don't put them at the end of your credits mm-hmm. that's It's literally marketing yeah. you know it's marketing, so some distributors won't don't want it. Someone like Amazon is not want to give you free advertising by. Leaving those credits at the end of your movie, by leaving that website at the end of your yeah. film, they're giving you free advertising. Yeah. They don't want. They don't want to do that. So you actually could lose some yeah. levels of a distribution by having websites Which listed in you your credits. You have
1: to be very, very careful about because some people when you get free music, especially,
0: mm-hmm. they request that their websites be listed. And yep. You've all, you're all out there, you've all used that Kevin McLouding Compatech website and part of his deal is that you got to put it in the end credits. You may lose the ability to stream on certain platforms by having that listed in the credits. So, do yourself a favor, spend the 20 bucks, buy the damn music from him and then you don't even have to credit him. He's gotten paid and you don't even have to list it in your credits anymore. So, spend the money or just don't use him at all. You know, he, the guy's done some great things for indie film. But if it's going to kill your possibilities of streaming or distribution, mm, you might want to you might want to rethink that. So the reason why we're giving you this list mainly is because these are things that you don't think about while you're making your film, while you're in post on your film.
1: Oh, especially when you're when you're editing, like if you don't, you don't line up those those music
0: and effects. Oh, I mean, man. It's, it's oh, man. It's such a uh uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we are we're still have to do this for Theta, and I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah, keep this stuff in mind when you're in post on your film that your distributors are going to want this sort of thing. And you're going to have to go back and redo a lot of stuff for your film. So keep it in mind. Make sure your workflow follows it. That's going to do it for us this week here on Filmmaking Sucks. I hope you were able to follow this entirely unnecessarily long episode. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Uh, Follow us on iTunes and Stitcher and and Google Play. Subscribe to us. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Let everybody know how much you like the show and uh, help them. Help other people find us a little bit easier. Follow us on Facebook as well. Filmmaking sucks. I believe it's filmmaking podcast. Film, face, com slash filmmaking podcast.
1: Oh, I came up with a hashtag. Okay. Hashtag cra- credit block craziness.
0: Credit block craziness. That's quite.
1: Okay. Just do yes. credit block no, crazy. That's,
0: that's pretty crazy though. <laughs> that's exactly what this was. Credit block craziness. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Hashtag credit block crazy. <laughs>
0: That's it. Thank you all for listening to the show. Get out there, everybody, and make good films.